scripture, it's truth. Um, and, and I want you to know the truth because the truth will set you free. And I'm talking about being set free from labels that have been limiting you. And one of the biggest battles we face in life are battles with labels that are placed on us because they have extraordinary power over us. Uh, and, you know, it could have been you, your parents that put the label on you, your childhood friends, maybe uh, an obnoxious bully your boss, even a pastor or a priest or a sibling or a coach or a teacher or even yourself. You put the label on yourself that now limits you and you don't want that there. You know it shouldn't be there yet. It's there. What are you going to do about it? Well, here's what you're going to do is you're going to tear off the limiting label and replace limiting labels with limitless labels because we serve a limitless God. Today, my message is entitled Limitless Security. And I'm dealing with the label that we're going to be tearing off called insecure. Now, really, distrust is kind of at the root of being insecure because really in the deepest place of our hearts, we're not, we can't trust people who are close to us. We can't trust people even that are closest to us because you've been let down before, you've been hurt before, and you're never going to let that happen again. And so you build up walls, but the walls actually don't make you secure. They make you insecure, and therefore you're wearing the insecure label. Jesus said it well. He said, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. It's interesting, though, that the truth is not just a concept. The truth is Jesus. He is the truth, and Jesus is the truth that sets you free. He will set you free from that limiting label in your life. So, so if you wear the label insecure... Uh, the truth is there is some type of a lack of an anchor that's in your life, and likely it's not your fault. Um, in fact, really, with this particular label, it's quite common. Uh, most often, it originates with uh, something that we call fatherlessness, because fatherlessness in many ways equals insecurity. Now, you might not feel like a literal orphan, but uh, you might as well be because you've been estranged from your father. Some of you have been rejected by your family, and your family, some of you, your family is so messed up. I mean, there's no way you're ever even going to fit in with them. And, and you, some of you, it's like, I don't even want to fit in I'm you, because they are like the masters of dysfunction. And, and, uh, but, but there's this sense of belonging and this desire to be a part of family that really has this invaluable impact on our identities. That's important. Because belonging always makes us feel secure. And when that anchor is missing, it can uh, really interfere with just about everything we try to do in life because insecurity then tends to try to take over and rule our lives. If I use the word papa or daddy or father relating to God, it might actually be extremely hurtful and confusing to some of you because you've experienced abuse at the hands of your father or because your father maybe was a man who just really only lived for himself and was very insensitive. Maybe your papa was never there for you. Or possibly, no matter how hard you've really tried, you could never please your daddy. You just can't please him. Well, in the New Testament, Jesus and Paul, they use this Aramaic term to describe 
Father God, they use this term Abba, A-B-B-A. Now, I know, I, I do remember the 70s, and there was a rock band in the 70s called Abba. And, and yes, I remember them. This is, has nothing to do with a rock band, all right? But, but Abba is this, is this picture of a tender-hearted, love-filled father that reaches down and picks up and holds his child. Let me tell you guys, that's a real father, and that image obliterates insecurity. I've seen some of the Instagram posts and Facebook posts from some of you fathers in this church, and, and I see how you reach out and you hold and you hug and you love your children like real men. But maybe that certainly was not the way it was for you and your dad. And you're going to be different. And I, and I, I credit you for that. That's good. That's good. At the same time, you're feeling insecure. See, truth is, in our society, possibly most of you really can't conceive the image of you being lovingly held by your papa because you were simply done wrong by him. But if we put our focus on what's been done wrong to us in our past, the truth is we're never going to be able to really focus on what has been done right by Jesus. Now, in in my many years of pastoring, uh, I've learned this, is that those who insist on managing to climb out of emotional quicksand, those who just simply get gritty about it, and they're determined to move out of their horrible past, those who intentionally stop the cruel, uh, destructive habit of revisiting hurtful events and situations from the past in their minds, those who make the choice to do that can rip off that insecure label. There's some around you, some of you right here who have done that and you've broken through. If you ever want to learn how to break through, Dr. Carlene, <laughs> part of our congregation, she'll, she'll talk to you about that. See, people like this, you embrace this soul healing habit of replaying in your minds a different message. It's the message of Jesus loves me, and Jesus cares about me. Jesus is devoted to me. Jesus died to forgive me. Jesus has made his home in my heart and my life, and my life is made beautiful through him. Some of you have made this internal commitment yourselves that you're just going to live like your father never really existed, and you're fatherless really by choice because he humiliated you and he rejected you. And some of you, you're determined to prove it and show it to your dad that you can make it without him. And for a few of you, your dad isn't even alive anymore and you're still trying to prove something to the dead man. He's not paying attention, okay? You need to tear off that limiting label, that label that says insecure. Because Jesus sacrificed way too much for you and to me. And his, his victory is too huge and great for any of us to be insecure orphans. So it's time for a new label. Here's the new label. The label is secure. You're adopted. You're in a healthy family. You have a perfect father. You can be secure if you choose, make the choice, to let go of the hurt from your earthly father and become anchored in this perfect love of your eternal father. So I'm going to ask you to change your label from insecure to secure, and you can do it. You need to stop calling yourself insecure. Be positive and change even the words that come off your lips and start saying, I am secure. Because if you're in Christ, yes, you do have a new family. Now, I didn't say it's a perfect family, but I tell you what, it's a healthy family, and it's anchored in a father who is perfect. 
I like it because ancient Israel's King David, he used these terms to describe God. He said he is a father to the fatherless. And God sets the lonely in families. Some of you need to put that to memory. It's beautiful. And you know that, that scripture right there, all by itself, that's enough to give you security. Because you're not an orphan, you are not abandoned, and you are not lonely. The Apostle John, he was one of the guys who was closest to Jesus. Uh, he, he, he was part of the inner circle, just knew Jesus very closely. He pinned these words, and I love what he says. He said, what marvelous love the Father has extended to us. And just look at it. We're called children of God. That's who we really are, children of God himself. I mean, you want to talk about limitless security. It's right there. John also says this. He says, to all who did receive him, those who believed in his name, he gave them the right to become children of God. (laughs) You know, if you've received Christ, if you believed in him, you have this right. You You have a new right in your life. You have this right to be a secure child of God if you choose to exercise that right. But just like in America, some, we all have the right to vote, but some people don't exercise it. You understand? You have a right. That right is to become a child of God. And, and I, I want to encourage you to exercise your rights. You know, move into God's household. Live within the boundaries that God has for his household and, and enjoy all the benefits of his family because it is so stinking worth it. <laughs> I said stinking. It is so worth it. And, and because not only is he your father, but you're his child. And there's another truth here, which is really awesome, is that, that God, he's not just your father, but he's your friend. And we have a response to that, and we need to follow through with that, and we just need to embrace his friendship because he's extended this true, legitimate friendship to you, and I want to take that. I want to embrace that. I want that. Paul, one of the greatest church planters of all times, and this guy traveled the world planting churches, he said this. He said, now that we've actually received this amazing friendship with God, we are no longer content to simply say it in plodding prose. Instead, we sing and shout our praises to God through Jesus the Messiah. You see, there's this outward response. It just comes out of you about the power of a deep and fulfilling friendship. Because what happens is when you get this in, you guys, you get kind of jazzed up like I'm feeling right now. And you're going to want to sing praises to God. You will lift up the name of Jesus because this is overflow of the reality that God himself is your Friend, and you just can't hold it inside because worship, what that even does is that reinforces your security. So Paul states this, you know, move beyond just the plodding prose and begin to sing and shout your praises to God and change that label from insecure to secure because God's your father and God's your friend. And there's another truth about it, this whole thing of, of insecurity is that God adopted you. He adopted you. And and, and we have a response to that. We just actually have to accept that love. It's another key to moving out of insecurity is is that God God thought this through. He planned it. He strategized it since the beginning of time. The limitless God of the universe has this limitless plan for limitless security for everyone so that you won't be an orphan. Paul puts it this way. He said, long before God laid the earth's foundations, he had us, you and me, in mind, I mean, he was thinking about us. 
before Genesis 1. (laughs) He settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus. (laughs) And what pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us, you and me, you, put your name in there. He wanted you to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift giving by the hand of his beloved son. So limitless security can be yours. I'm telling you guys, you need to stop dwelling on the hurts from your past because they're ruling you. There's a lack of trust. You need to let go of that. You need to stop the insecurity. Let go of it because there's no reason for it anymore. You need to change that label from insecure to secure. And don't let your insecurity be your friend anymore. Don't lean into that. That is not your identity. That's not who you are. You have a father and he's God himself. You have a friend and he is God himself. You were adopted by God himself. You might say, yeah, but I've been a bad boy. I've been a bad girl. Well, my friend, that is covered too. I love it. This is good stuff. That's why it's called good news. I get excited about good news because because the truth is, his truth is God forgave. He forgave you and he forgave me even before you sinned, but he knew you were going to do it, so he forgave. And what do we do? We actually have a response to his forgiveness that he's done in our lives as we forgive others. We've already been forgiven, so we receive that forgiveness, and then we become an agent of it because that's what people in God's family do. You're a child of the forgiving God. So here's the cool thing is now you get to forgive others. And some people might say, well, you have to forgive others. Well, no, here's what's kind of cool. No, you get to forgive others because that liberates you and liberates them. And I'm asking you guys, will you be bold enough to accept and imitate God's forgiveness, because that's how our family works. What limitless security? If you really want to move that away from that insecure label permanently and get it out of your life, then you absolutely must forgive others yourself. Paul puts it well. He says, forgive one another as quickly and thoroughly as God in Christ forgave you. Is this? How liberating is this? You get to be secure. It's part of our family business. It's what we do as a family. We go around forgiving people. But if you're insecure, insecure people can't forgive. But you're going to tear that label off because you're not insecure anymore. And you need to say that label is gone because limitless security is yours. You are not fatherless. We close your eyes with me for a moment. I ask you to focus internally. So if you want to know the Jesus that I talk about up here every week, if you want a clean slate, if you want to be ready to live your life with a renewed sense of purpose, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. And if you want to be included in this closing prayer, make Jesus the Lord of your life, I'm going to ask you on the count of three to simply raise your hand. Because faith is when we respond outwardly to what is happening inwardly. So here we go. One, God loves you so much. Two, he died for you so that you can have life. And three, everything changes today. Will you please lift your hand if you need Jesus? You want to pray this prayer with me? Lift your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else? 
put your hands down and I want you guys to stand. And if you raised your hand, come on everyone stand. If you raised your hand, I want you along with the entire congregation of believers in here to pray these words with me. Let's pray these words and mean them. I want you to say it out loud with me. Dear Jesus, thank you for dying for my sin. I believe you're the son of God. Please forgive my sins. Today I give up my past and I embrace the future you have for me. Father God, thank you for adopting me. Thank you for bringing me into your family. Through Jesus, I am your child. I choose to belong to you. I choose to never wallow in self-pity and distrust. I choose to soak in your love that heals my heart. I am your adopted child. I am secure and I choose to release forgiveness just like you've forgiven me. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.